Hi, welcome to the Better You Starts Today podcast. In this podcast channel, we talk about ways to help you be the best version of yourself. Our host, me, Dante Williams, will talk about a gambit of things to help you all be as successful as you can be. Uh, currently, I am an entrepreneur and therapist, and I'm excited that you are checking out this channel. Thanks. Hello, friends. Uh, it's with heavy heart that I come to you all. Um, all the craziness going on in the world. Um, I just want to say thank you to those of you that reached out to me, um, just to see how I'm doing and see if I'm okay. Um, I'm just gonna be vulnerable and honest with you all. Uh, this is I, I'm not okay. I, I'm not fine with with what has occurred and what's happened. I'm sure many of you are not. Um, but I think it's important, though, for for me to speak up and to advocate for folks and people and give a greater understanding of what's been taking place and, and the underpinnings as to why things are going the way that they are. Um, you know, I, I, I was a little reluctant to, to do this, these videos, honestly, but you know, I, I think that God gave me a voice for a reason. That's just what I believe. And I think that my voice does matter. And I think there's a lot of voices out there now that are causing and creating confusion. And I think at greater time right now, I do think that there's some, some insights that I do have that can help bring uh, Minnesota and, and the world to a, a better holistic place of understanding pain. So I want to talk about the differences between rioting and protesting and what that looks like and what that means and why people do that. Um, right now in Minnesota, um, to be honest, from my perception, it is on fire. Um, Minnesota is on fire in other places in the nation as well. We are we we as a people and I say all people at this point are frustrated, are tired, are sick, and we're, we're noticing the inequities that take place in the, in the judicial system. And it's frustrating. Um, I do find it encouraging, though, that not just people of color, but also white people and friends are, are starting to see how inequities look like. And watching that traumatizing video of that man and what had occurred to him. I, 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 I am just still grieving. I'm grieving, and I, and I, and I, and I hope, I hope the family, somehow, all the families that have been lost to, to brutality, the families that can find a place of of peace, hopefully, you know, for losing something in such a terrible way. Um, but this video, I want to talk about the difference between protesting and rioting and why those two things exist at the same time. My video is not a politically uh, you know, derived video. I'm simply talking about the behavioral mechanics as to why things occur the way they do. And you know, one thing I would like to put as a caveat, it's very easy to some, for someone to critique and criticize someone's pain, especially if you don't feel it. Let me put it this way. Um, if you're not from the community, from that space and place, and you are sitting at home at your comfort of your couch, and when you watch that film and that vo that video, and the only thing that you said was, wow, that's a terrible thing, imagine what that would feel and look like if that was your daily reality and experience. Take that into consideration. Because we speak sometimes from vantage points that we don't know, right? We say it's very simple and easy to be like, why are they, why are they rioting and destroying stuff? Like That's not the way to do things. It's easy to critique it from that perspective. But until you felt the pain specifically, 
and sat and understood. Unfortunately, we don't see in the mainstream media somebody talking to a rioter and asking them, you know, why why are you doing this? We don't hear that. What we see is this this well, we see a couple of things. One, we see a rising stereotype of now black people now are, are automatically denoted as 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 rioters instead of protesters, right? So now there's this automatic assumption now towards this um, this 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 component of violence instead of peacefulness of, of, pro, of protesting. So that's already happening um, and will unfortunately continue to happen. And I hope that changes. But it's very easy to sit back and to critique someone else's pain. You know, it, it, it's like this. I know maybe there's some gentlemen out here or, or folks out here that have heard, that have experienced this, but being so angry at something that's happened that you punch a hole in your own drywall. Because it's, it's the same thing. You're upset. And what's happening around you in proximity, you end up destroying it. Because then you got to go back and refix the drywall. You're like, why did I do that? But you're angry at that moment. And, and imagine frustration. I, folks, this has been happening for years. You know, uh, uh, racial relations, race relations things and police brutality has been happening for years. Now it's just being filmed and put on video for us. And now we're getting to the point where we're starting to actually look at ourselves as a country in the mirror and say how nasty and disgusting this is. Because we had this notion that everything was fine for some people. And then we have this group of individuals talking about, no, this is not our experience. So now we've hit this pinnacle, this point, this, this, this turning of fr complete frustration now. There, there, so the, the reason that rioters are rioting, a part of the reason is this. If you have spoken and talked to and pleaded and begged for things to change on your treatment of you and folks that look like you, and yet for decades, it's still the same. It's still the same. You know, people ask you to, you know, don't protest here, protest here. You abide by that. Uh, don't go here. Don't do that. You abide by that. You abide by the rules that are being set. But yet again, all of these things keep happening. You say, trust, trust the judicial system. Trust the judicial system. Justice will happen. Due process, right? Due process. But for folks that have come from these communities and have experienced these things, due process doesn't look the same. So the rioting makes sense. There is no trust in that. I was watching film footage of, of, of what was occurring off of, uh, off of I believe it's Hiawatha, and, and the, the anger and the frustration and the sadness and grief, you know, think about like this, having a loved one dying in front, you know, dying that you cared about. Everybody grieves differently. And I'm not saying though that rioting is okay, but what I am saying though is that there is space to understand that rioting empirically over time throughout not just the United States, but civilizations and, and cultures in general, rioting has been a part of that, right? Um, you look at the French Revolution, what do you see? You see a riot, a complete dismantling and, and <laughs> destruction of everything around them because tyranny had taken place. And the thing to understand is that for folks that are rioting, some of them are thinking, there is no point in caring anymore about what you're telling me I should do. There is no point in caring anymore because I don't feel that the institution that you're saying actually cares. That's the thought behind that. The mechanism behind that. So for some people, it's hard to understand because if you're thinking like uphold, uphold, follow rules, follow rules, but then you don't understand though, like they have been trying to. And now you have this massive racially tense, tense, tense of buildup of complete frustration. 
And for some people, this is a new sensation for them. They're like, wow, I didn't, I didn't think it was this bad. You know, that's where we hear things like racism's getting worse. It's, it's been the same, actually, unfortunately. Um, I think people think that we're in a, we were in a post-civil rights movement, but I would argue that we still are in the civil rights um, aspect. Um, so, so understand, though, the, the mechanism behind rioting is a complete exacerbation and complete frustration of, of a failed system that has not advocated for people. The fact that the man is still walking the earth at the time I am doing this recording and has not been placed in jail. Now whether, and I understand that there's, there's, there's a timeline that happens, but ultimately though, the world saw a man get murdered and for all of us, we are taught this, this, this philosophical um, perspective of that when someone does something wrong, they should be punished. Right? This is the world's kind of process of like balancing out things. So we all saw someone get murdered, but then they're still off. They're walking the planet. They're still free. And then, then you hear the other, no, the other notion of like, well, if this was me and I look like, and I look the way I look and I did that, I wouldn't get the same treatment. Right? And that's the frustration and the buildup of it. Right? Once again, I must repeat this again. I am not advocating. Uh, for, for rioting or violence. I'm not advocating for it, but you've got to understand why. So it's not a foreign thing. And it is, like I said, it is easy for people to, to critique something that they don't feel, right? If you watch the video, again, if you watch the video and you said, wow, that's a terrible thing and you were frustrated by just the, what you saw, imagine what it's like if that's your daily experience, right? But yet again, we don't give space to people to be able to talk about what's really going on and what's really happening. And even if you look at the media coverage of how this is, you go on Facebook, you're seeing stuff that they're not covering on mainstream media. They're giving you a snapshot and it looks like a bunch of people that are just violently doing stuff. But then you figure out and find out that there's, there's a lot of underpinnings. There's a lot of people that are doing some stuff to provoke stuff, but that's not being told. So now the lay person that's like, wow, those are just, those are just criminals at this point. But then it's like, no, 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 that's not what they are. There's a reason for it happening. Now, protesting, is an element of, of speaking back to, speaking to, addressing collectively the inequities and injustices that have taken place, okay? And what people are noting, are, are, are prescribing to is peaceful protest. Now, there are many forms of protest, and what people are most common to seeing is Dr. King and the peaceful protest, but there have been many different types of protest, and they necessarily were not very, very peaceful at all. So, people have this desire to see peaceful protests okay but protesting is simply speaking up to addressing to and not and making sure your voice is heard about a topic or subject you go to the institutions and you say we demand this as the people that you are supposed to be representing we demand this to happen and collectively coming together and speaking to that right that's what protesting is to say i do not support what has just happened that's what protesting is and i will not we as a as a, as a community do not stand for this. And that's the difference, folks. Because protests and saying that, you know, like I said, both are trying to do the same thing. But like I said, the mechanism behind why they're doing what they're doing and the how they're doing what they're doing is a little bit different. But all of it's bore from ill treatment and mistreatment. All of it's bore from that. So it's not strange or foreign to see from a psychological perspective. It's not foreign or strange to see people rioting and to see rioting spreading. It's not, it's not, it's not crazy to see that. Um, at this current stage in time, we are, folks, at a severe turning point. 
it's going to get better or get worse. Um, we are at a point in which the 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 weight of our society could can be completely severed. I'll put it to you like this. I was driving uh, with my mom. I was taking her to get something to eat and we we're driving on our way back and this gentleman who was in a red truck who happened to be Caucasian um, was in a trailer and I and I was letting him go and he yells at me and says, you gotta go, you gotta come on, you don't know how to drive, what's wrong? He's just, just swearing at me. <laughs> and so I get frustrated, so I, and I was actually trying to be nice. I get frustrated, and I yell back at him, I'm like, hey, you don't yell at me. So we have this, like, semi-shouting match <laughs> with my mother in the car, and this guy starts just aggressively just yelling at me, and that swore at me. I don't know if he said a racial slur at me or not, but the, the anger that he felt towards me, I could sense it and feel it. It's in the air, folks. It's in the air. Now what we also will unfortunately see is we will see a creation of, of, a, of a stereotype of the black violent rioter. That is now what we will see. We will see a stereotype of the black violent rioter. And it is a stereotype indeed. So you could have people that are peacefully protesting and how people are now viewing it is it's viewed as complete violence. People are not able to to disseminate what is the difference between protests and what is riot. When you look at the news coverage, I bet you money that they're going to say protest it and they're going to show people in Target destroying the store. That is not protesting. It's a form of it, but that's not the, 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 the ideal form for some people. And like I said, I am not here to choose sides, whatever. But what I am saying, though, to you is this. It makes sense. Both perspectives make sense. Um, and so, you know, once again, um, we have to be able to allow people to tell their stories. Another thing, too, that we see is we see a general breakdown in communication. I was on Facebook. I'm always curious. I always go on Facebook. I like observing what people watch and, and what people say and what people are, are feeling and thinking. Um, I must say, I was watching the individuals that were in Oakland doing their protests there, and then I was going through the feed and watching the feed of people's comments on that, right? And it was completely divisive, divided right at that point. But I was seeing people labeling them as 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 violent. I was seeing them label them, calling them names, calling them stupid. I was seeing people say things. And from what I was watching was no violence at that particular point in time had occurred. No violence had occurred at that particular point in time. But it was fascinating, though, to see people's posts and what they conceptually had viewed and thought. Many people, unfortunately, had conceptually viewed and thought of those folks that were there as violent. Even though violence had not occurred, they say, well, they shouldn't use language like that. They shouldn't say this. They shouldn't say that. And like I said, how easy it is to critique something when you don't experience the pain, right? How easy it is to critique something when you don't experience the pain. And I would just hope and ask that people ask themselves a critical question of, do I truly, have I ever felt what they felt? Um, do I really truly understand what they say? And the answer is no. Most times the answer is no. Um, so. So be cautious and careful of that. Be also cautious and careful of how you communicate on social media. This is not a normal time period, friends. This is not a normal time period of communication. If you are commenting on a post and it is an observation of some sort or some kind of what you have, the person has posted it, it will, it will, it will get misunderstood. Communication online at this point is not it's not, um, let me put it this way. If you disagree with someone, they're not assuming um, good intent from you. They're assuming ill intent, 
whatever perspective you, you have. Um, they are assuming that you don't agree with them and you're not, and, so, and you are against um, convicting this killer. That's what they're, that's what they're saying. That's what they feel like when you disagree. So be very, very careful of how you're saying things because it could get mis misunderstood. I was even reading stuff from people that I know. And I'm like, I think I misunderstood what they were trying to say because of how I was sensing and feeling at this time and vice versa. They were saying something that, that they misunderstood me saying. So be careful how you say what you're saying, because I would hate for you to lose friendships because of a miscommunication or misunderstanding because of the heightened anxiety and stress and strain that everybody is feeling right now. Folks, this is a very serious time. We will unfortunately see and have already saw because we're still in COVID. We have seen an increase in mental health issues taking place. Now, for me, I, at this point in time, I'm going to be very vulnerable and honest with you all. Um, I am at a heightened amount of anxiety right now. And I am, I'm, try, I'm trying to logically calm myself down to not feel anxious when I see police officers drive by and not feel anxious that someone's going to maybe potentially do something to my child in the future. And my kid is a good, good young man, upstanding citizen. Those of you who know him know he's just, he's just amazing. He's a great kid. Um, I won't say my kid's name, but, but he's, those of you that know him know he's a fantastic kid. And I get afraid as a, as a black parent of man, that could be him. That's the that's the point, folks. When you watch the video, and it's traumatizing, but when you actually watch that video and you picture somebody that you love and you care about being mistreated that way, whatever happened, but they're being mistreated that way, you will hopefully begin to build a deeper sense of sympathy for someone, to build a deeper sense of sympathy for their pain, to, to open up a, a, a space in your heart where you go, wow, I, I kind of can understand that. I kind of can understand why people are literally saying down with this system, down with this, it has been too oppressive for us. Um, it is not working and it is not fair. Just to be able to, to think through that and hopefully get a taste of, wow. Because this is what we're lacking in today's world is actually actively listening, unfortunately, in, in the today's world that we live in, people are so quick to put a comment online on Facebook instead of actually ask for deeper understanding. They're quick to be like, I'm right, I say I'm right because I'm right. But instead of saying like, dang, let me help me understand more about that. That's not the world that we're living in today, folks. So I'm gonna have more videos about this, but I really wanna talk about the differences between rioting and protesting and how both have space in today's society, in today's world, fortunately or unfortunately, however you view it. So thanks everybody.